When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Athletic. James Pearce here, just finishing up at Anfield where it finished Liverpool nil, Manchester United nil. Coming up, we'll bring you all the best post-match reaction that you need. We'll hear the best bits from Jurgen Klopp's press conference and Andy Jones will drop by too to give us his take on proceedings. Van Dijk and that has reached that well. It's a good header from Van Dijk, but it's just straight at. So it's all over here at Anfield, an immensely frustrating afternoon for Jurgen Klopp and, and his players. 34 shots, the most they've ever had in a Premier League game without scoring. They just couldn't find a way through today. You know, Ironically, eight shots on target, the same number they had during that 7-0 demolition of Manchester United the last time the clubs met back in March. Yet today... They couldn't just find that one priceless moment, that one bit of quality, one bit of inspiration in the final third that they were crying out for. Uh, Eric Ten Hag set his United up team up very clearly to stifle and to, to try and thwart Liverpool. And um, yeah, with some, some help via some pretty abject finishing and some poor decision making, United ended up walking away with the, the point that they came for. But uh, yeah, all the regrets will belong to Liverpool. They'll know that this was a game they, they really, really should have won. Um, you know, context is important still, you know, after the weekend's action, a point behind leaders, Arsenal, you think obviously Manchester City dropped points again on, on Saturday as well. Liverpool know that if, you know, they beat Arsenal here next Saturday, they'll go into Christmas on top of the Premier League table. So, um, so yeah, there's, there's plenty to work on in heading into a big, a big week. I think probably the, 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 the main concern really is the fact that Ryan Gravenberch appears to have joined the list of, of injured players. He went off with discomfort in his hamstring um, early in the second half and it would be a huge miss if he's not going to be able to, to feature in any of the, the festive fixtures. So, um, yeah, it was, a, it was a strange game really because Liverpool actually started, I thought, really well. There was real intent, probably as well as they've started a game all season, really, 10, first 10, 15 minutes. Um, you know, they caused United problems, especially from set pieces more than open play. Van Dijk's header turned over. Canate should have done better with a header that he powered over over the bar. But then Liverpool just seemed to lose their way and the atmosphere as well got really flat. It was almost like everyone turned up expecting Liverpool to just steamroller Manchester United. And, you know, that didn't happen. And it was almost that sense of, well, what is going on here? Because Liverpool did lack fluency and... Yeah, just that lack of quality in the final third. Far too often, you know, players taking shots, pop shots from, you know, impossible places. I think 15 of Liverpool's 34 shots were from outside the box. And, you know, Darwin Nunes, his goal drought goes on. I think that's 10 games now without a goal for, for the big Uruguayan. He only touched the ball eight times in the first half, which just shows just how much on the periphery he was, he was today. And then, you know, second half, you, you just... 
you hoped that Liverpool would find another gear, but they did. They didn't really. You know, Trent went close, one into the the side netting. Salah missed out. Endo Alexander Arnold. Boy, that's close. But actually, you know, as the game opened up and got really stretched, Liverpool could even have lost this one. You think of Alexander Arnold's crucial last-ditch challenge on on Garnacho, uh, and then a huge save from Alisson Becker to deny Hoyland. Um, you know, Klopp, to his credit, you know, he did he did shake things up. He tried to change it. Gagpo and Gomez on for Gravenberg and Zabozlai. Zabozlai today miles off it. That was certainly the, you know, the probably the the most underwhelming performance he served served up for Liverpool. And then, you know, Diaz and Nunes get replaced by Jones and and Elliot as as Klopp just seek to unlock unlock the door. But it just you know it was just one moment of frustration after another as the anxiety levels around here. You know, started started to rise, and you know Alexander Arnold again. That one that he dragged just wide of the post um, from the edge of the box. You know, so close. Canate, brilliant turn in the box. Yet, you know, he he fires straight at Anana, and it was just one of those days. And it's you know Joe Gomez. You know, well, you know the long wait for him to score his first ever goal for Liverpool goes on. He had one of the best chances late on when he hit it into the the side netting, and then of course you know Darlow gets sent off. Uh, for, a, for the descent towards referee uh, Michael Oliver, yet yeah, you know it was so late in the game, deep into stoppage time by then, that there was absolutely no chance for Liverpool to make their numerical advantage count. So um, yeah, only one team and only one set of supporters leaving Anfield happy today, and it's it's not Liverpool. But you know, in the grand scheme of things, yes, it's the first time they've dropped points at home this season. Yes, a glaring mixed opportunity, but they're still you know they're still in a, a fantastic position and. The chance to move a step closer to a uh, to a to a big trophy if they can get past West Ham in the the Carabao Cup in midweek, and then of course it'll be all that focus on the top of the table clash with Arsenal next Saturday. So first up, Jurgen Klopp was asked for his feelings after witnessing such a dominant display from his team, but one that ended without them collecting maximum points. Besides the result, there's a lot of positive about it, this game. It's just. Um... You could say that the, the decisive starts, the scoring part, is obviously was not there today. We maybe one or two more, a bit unlucky in other moments, not calm enough, um, a bit too much in a rush. Um, but the start of the game was the best we had this season. The counter pressing was the best we had this season. The intensity was outstanding, um, and the amount of finishes is outstanding. But when you have this amount of finishes, you, you should have a few more on target. That's another point which was obviously not great. Um, and the goal, if he would have scored it whenever, would have changed everything because they were obviously not here to, to, to lose somehow. They were here to wanted the result uh, and they fought hard for it. Credit to them. Um, but. Uh, so we just had to keep going and uh, tried pretty much everything, changed um, system, um, brought fresh players, and everything could have worked out if we <laughs> made just this one better decision. It was, uh, it was really unlucky with the trend finish, I would say. And it went, I think Onana even didn't even react on that because it was just uh, didn't make any sense because if the ball rolls in, it's in, but it rolls on the wrong side of the post. Ibu, if he's more often in these situations, I think he could have scored there. And then other situations where we, when we, when we, sh when we finished, when we took the shot, 
there I have to watch it back so because in the moment that my feeling was we have to take the overlap, you use the overlap or we have to use um, a player who would have been probably free in the center because the way United defended was with a lot of passion. The way we played disorganized them quite frequently but in the end you didn't see that because then they were deep in the box and then they would just throw themselves into, ball, into the balls and the, and the shots. And, um, and with a team defense like that, there's, there's always a free player because then rather two than one wants to block the ball. So it means somebody else is probably free. That we, we didn't see that. And that's why we drew the game. That's how it is. Well, Klopp was also asked about Ryan Gravenberch's fitness after the worrying sight of the Dutchman being forced off early in the second half after indicating to the bench that he was suffering from discomfort in his hamstring. He told me directly after the game it got worse during the game, so it means it's not a bam, so he fell a little bit and didn't show immediately. And we hoped it will go by. Um, didn't, and it, then what, there was this really intense sprint with the ball, which ended in, <laughs> at the 18 yard line um, with a collision. Um, yeah. I hope it's not that serious, but uh, we have in the next, what is it, 10 days, three more games. So I'm, I don't know if he will be part of, of them or, or one of them. Uh, we will see. We have to make uh, a scan, obviously. No hamstring. This is Walk On, your dedicated Liverpool podcast from The Athletic. Well, Dominic Zaboslai set ridiculously high standards in his early months at Liverpool, yet there's no mistake in that he has gone off the boil. He hasn't been the, the same kind of swaggering force in the middle of the park in, in recent weeks. And, uh, and Jurgen Klopp was asked about the Hungarian captain's form at the minute and whether that was any source of concern to him. No, not at all. Um... It might have had until two or three games ago, where it was a, a, a slight the, the development like from the first impression he made. Obviously, um, it was always clear that things will not go like this. He's still a very young boy, but he was um, exceptional today uh, in a lot of situations in the game. But then we lost a couple of balls that had nothing to do with the, with the um, substitution or whatever. It's just you have options to do it and we wanted to change system and then you have to think um, who we wanted to have Joey then higher, put him prop on the wing, same for Costi, so you need players in these half spaces. There was then Cody right, Lucho left, more putting in the center and then we changed again with Harvey on 10 and um, that's the thing, it's just we play a team, we play man marking, yeah? so each little tweak can make a massive difference if you use it and actually we, we were there. We were there, we had these moments when we passed the ball to the outside, if we there find the overlap and then even the overlaps were there in moments, let me shoot the ball to the outside of the net instead of let them make a mistake. If you bring that ball in the six yard box, it's super difficult to defend because um, there are a lot of legs, it can be a Man United leg who brings the ball over the line. These were the moments where we were not um, really there. Um, and that was the problem. I said we score an early goal would have been great. It would have changed everything. We were ready to to to, to use that, um, but we didn't. And then it becomes more and more intense. It was a really tough game. Then they had um, their counter attacks, which obviously is then 
I would say avoid that with the quality they still have for 90 minutes. It would have been really insane. So they had their moments, but uh, not even close to what they could have had because of the counter press. So I like that a lot. With a lot of good performances. It was actually the last part. And I said it before. In a moment when we scored these four screamers against Fulham, I knew that one day we will sit there and think, eh, you better wouldn't have shot, you would have passed. So it's, it's completely normal. Eh? So, but that we are in a rush, you see them with the quality of the shots because these boys are able to do insane things with, from distance. But today the ball was for the easiest saves for Onana pretty much because the ball was rolled in his arms. So that shows the technique is not there, not because you don't have it, but just because you rush the moment. Hmm. And that's it. And finally, Jurgen Klopp was asked about the title race as we approach Christmas. He was asked, did he, did he see a, a favourite emerging at this point or was it too soon to say? And where exactly does he see his Liverpool team currently? I couldn't really be interested, to be honest. I'm, I'm happy that we are in the area where we are, but I, and I don't know exactly why we opened that discussion this bottle that early, it's December, it's the toughest period of the year. Everybody has to get through that somehow. Everybody has to dig really deep to get through it. When you're in the cup competition still, then that makes life not easier. Um, Arsenal has a week off, we play midweek against West Ham, which is not a friendly game, obviously. It's a semi-final, no, quarter-final. Um, and that's all tough. So, get through this. And open your eyes again in April and have a look where you are, and then be. And then I'm more than happy to discuss that. Absolutely. But in a moment, um, I'm I'm not nervous or whatever because we didn't win today or stuff like this. But we all have to learn again to deal with the situation. It's like um, nobody expected us. Obviously, there I, I didn't think about it, so that means it was. I thought it's possible, but didn't really think about it. So now we are where we are, and now we have to make sure we don't make any negative out of that. That we, in a game, maybe we think we should have already do that or should have been already there. We're exactly where we belong because of the performances we had. That you, you can read, I mean it, you can discuss and write whatever you want. I honestly mean it. It's just, I, I don't really understand it. If, if, if we talk about us and say, okay, the, the performances in moments are not that convincing, that's my job. To, to, to see the, the areas where we have to improve, and we know that. And of course we can improve. And now we are in a situation all of a sudden where you are really disappointed, what we are, when you draw against United. That's just, um, it's a bit strange, but it's how it is. So that's, um, it's, it's all okay. We are in the position we, we belong. Um, and from here we go, and we will see. We have already injury. We have our injuries as well. Nobody speaks about our injuries, but it's, we still have them, and it doesn't help. Obviously, with the amount of games, especially, and it, it's really, it will be really tough. Um, and we, I, my boys, for me today, look like they are really ready, just to give it a proper try. And then we will see what that means exactly. But for today, um, if we take the right things out of this game then this was a super important game because, how I said, the counter-press was the best we played with this group. We had to come back a couple of times for different reasons. Tonight we were, from the first whistle, spot on, which is really important as well. So that's all positive. But when you are that intense 
and then make the right and calm decisions in the decisive moments is another is another step and we will see um, what we can do in that department for the latest subscription offers head to theathletic.com forward slash liverpool pod all right Eds, andy here just back from a uh, frustrated and uh, disappointed anfield after Liverpool drew 0 0 with uh, Manchester United. So, first time this season, really, where I've come away from a game angry at the players. Just felt like they didn't play well. And it was a bit, I mean, a bit of a weird build up to the game in terms of obviously there was a, a side of it from a media angle of, of how easy it was going to be for Liverpool. And But I think, you know, generally among supporters, I think there was, it was almost the opposite of we know that it's not going to be, you know, a 7 0 again. And you know, we knew it was going to be difficult. You knew, especially with Bruno Fernandes out, you knew that United were going to be able to have a clear plan of of sitting in and and trying to contain Liverpool and and, and look to you know take a couple of moments on the counter attack if they got them. And I almost think with with the way Liverpool played that you know they almost overthought it. I know Gary Neville talked about an overconfidence in the crowd, and there certainly wasn't that. I think there was there was almost it went the other way in that you know it felt like. Liverpool made it feel like it was going to be really hard or harder than it should have been and harder than it actually was. Um, and I think that that led to some of, you know, what was disappointing attack and play. You know, they either took too long on the ball um, too often with, you know, delaying a pass or just being unsure about the next move. And that was both in possession with, with the, the person on the ball and, and some of the runs that were being made. They were nearly runs and... Some were making the wrong type of runs, but then also with, at other times, and, and I think Klopp referenced this, that they were too quick, they were too much in a rush. And, um, and I think it all just, in a weird way, was was the opposite of what everyone thought of, that it was overconfidence. I think it was a case of Liverpool maybe thinking the game was harder and, and making the game harder for themselves because of the expectation. And, and you know, quite frankly, Liverpool should win the game and, and they're still the better team. And I think that, that that's the frustrating element. And, I think from a from an attacking standpoint, I think it's fair to say Liverpool haven't been attacking well for for a few weeks now. I know it, it seems strange to say when they've scored eight in the last three league games, but when you you know when you look at them, that you're talking about four worldies against Fulham. Um, you know Sheffield United one's a corner, one's in the last minute when the game stretched, and then Crystal Palace, you you know Salah gets a deflected goal. Okay, Liverpool would have got a penalty if that doesn't go in, and then you you know you need a an excellent strike from Harvey Elliott and uh, you know you look at some of the, sh- the shots I think it was 15 shots from outside the box and, and Liverpool didn't really create a, a chance and I think that's that's where the frustration comes I think you can sometimes you can accept when a, you know a goalkeeper has a worldie or uh, you know that Manchester United couldn't you know if they couldn't have got out the box and it was just didn't fall to Liverpool and you know but it never felt like that it was it, it, too much as I, as I said before indecision lack of clarity um, I think Liverpool have got a little bit of a problem with their attacking players at the moment. I think if you look at that from five, and any of them, you know, in, in great form at the moment, I think it's difficult to say. I know Salah's been scoring, but you know, just the, just the general play, and I think that was reflected. There was there was good moments from 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 all of them, I think, but largely frustration. And then what what has been you know work for Liverpool in 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 games recently and all season really is 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 the the substitute bench and you know Klopp, I think whether he admits he got he got the first set of subs wrong but you know he tried to he tried to change it up a little bit change shape um go to 424 with with Endo and and Trent Alexander-Arnold in midfield and play Gakpo move Salah into the middle have Diaz more wide because he he, he drifted in a lot and I thought you know while he 
he had good moments on the ball in the first half. I thought didn't really get into it. Um, or get into the you know be on the ball in the areas you want him to be, i.e., isolating full backs. And while you could see the idea behind it, the problem was is that it then allowed Manchester United to to have a little bit more options on the ball to play out, and they were able to play through Liverpool. And that's where you know two of you know Man United have two of the bigger chances in the game, if not the big biggest chances so we asked to then rectify it and but then then it's a bit of imbalance because you know you're bringing on Jones and Elliot um you're having to take off Diaz and Nunes who you <clears throat> more likely to get your goals probably <laughs> maybe not at the moment so yeah it's just frustrating really on on so many fronts and and you know for once the the substitutions couldn't couldn't bail Liverpool out but you know you look back at it and and the big chances in the game you know Liverpool's largely came from set pieces um and, and, and through through the centre backs and you can't keep doing that. But it's you do have to put it into perspective, I, I guess. Um, you know, Liverpool certainly aren't in any any type of crisis. Um and I think I think Van Dyke's comments are, I think were were fairly fair that, that only one team was really looking to win the game, you know, and really wanted to win the game and, and that was Liverpool and um, you know, Manchester United came and did what everyone thought they'd do, but they did it to to a you know, to a a level where Liverpool weren't able to to break the resistance. Um, the, the frustration, obviously, is you feel like Liverpool didn't do enough to to make Manchester United panic. It didn't feel like Manchester United had to do a lot to keep Liverpool at bay, um, which which is you know frustrating, frustrating elements, and, and that's the 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 way they keep coming back to. But Liverpool just got to pick themselves up. Um, you know they've obviously got a a cup competition to try and get into the semi-finals through and then obviously the big one against Arsenal and, and if you win that one I think you you probably very very quickly forget about you know the Manchester United game but they will need to need to show improvements in in, in the attacking third both from the, from the start um, and also you know hopefully as we have seen throughout the season um, off the bench because you know Arsenal are, are a top team and in good form and it's going to be difficult Right, that's me all done at Anfield. I'll be back alongside Tony and the rest of the team for Wednesday's Walk On podcast. Thanks for joining us and we'll catch you then. The Athletic.